This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, I'm Simon Calder, welcoming you to the last independent travel podcast of the week. And I am at lovely Gatwick Airport in West Sussex, of course, the second busiest airport in the UK after Heathrow and a place where there's been an awful lot of noise happening. I don't mean of the aircraft type, I mean of the media type. Lots of stories I'm seeing. Airport chaos predicted. People's holidays wrecked. Fortunately, there won't be airport chaos. Well, there might be a bit. I've been looking at exactly what's happening here at Gatwick and what the effects will be. So, Yesterday, Thursday, was pretty horrible for a lot of uh, passengers here. We saw large numbers of cancellations on both EasyJet, uh, Wizz Air also, British Airways cancelling a good few, and a number of those were late cancellations, which are the most annoying of all. In particular, there were some evening departures after air traffic control difficulties, so suddenly a whole lot of people who thought they were going to Lisbon in Portugal discovered they were not. Very messy, very annoying. And as a result of that, well, because of the continuing general um, mess that uh, we have seen since, uh, well, three months international travel restrictions were lifted, uh, Gatwick has come out and done pretty much the right thing, which is to say to the airlines and the ground handling companies, come on, chaps, um, you really are not able to deliver what you promised so therefore we are going to require you to cut back on your flights. Now there's been a lot of nonsense talked about how bad that's going to be and I can tell you pretty much exactly how annoying it will be for a lot of people but actually very unannoying for the vast majority of travellers. So I reckon about 95% of flights will be going pretty much as expected. In July and August, there will be uh, cancellations running at a rate of about 25 a day, I reckon. That's going to affect a total of 1,550 flights and just over a quarter of a million people. Now, that's a back of a boarding pass calculation, um, but since nobody else is putting out any numbers that bear any relation to what's going to happen, no, I would, um, uh, uh, as they say, only trust statistics if you've made them up yourself. I've made those up, but I think they are based on um, uh, some sound uh, work. Anyway, uh, the cancellations are mostly going to be on EasyJet, which is the biggest airline at Gatwick. British Airways in second place. Then you've got Whaling, you've got Wizz Air and TUI. Now, the, the odd one, I think, is TUI because they could... Whereas um, EasyJet and all the rest are basically scheduled airlines and they can sort of shuffle things around and get people where they need to be. TUI, the the planes going out from here, yeah, you can buy seat onlys on them, but their main purpose is as 
package hoodie uh, services. So that's going to be interesting, but they will be very much down the pecking order in terms of the numbers of cancellations. It's going to be easy jet well at the top. What sort of flights are they going to pick? Well, here's what I reckon. The easiest flights to pick are those on routes where there are many daily departures and they're not full yet. So I've been checking, for instance, Saturdays in August when EasyJet has six or seven flights to Alicante, to Malaga, to Faro and the Algarve, to Palma and so on. Now you can, depending on how the loads are on those flights, you can take out... uh, one or maybe two of those and consolidate i.e move everybody from that flight onto the others without too much of a mess Um, you could also look at domestic flights because there are many links from here to edinburgh for example where um, yes you've got the uh, edinburgh festival going on and that's going to attract a number of people but ultimately if you cancel a Gatwick to Edinburgh flight and people end up having to catch the train that's slightly annoying for them slightly better for the planet but um, that that uh, is not going to be too big a deal and furthermore you've probably got less you're earning less in terms of fares for that than you are for your trip to Turkey or to the Greek islands or wherever um, those are the ones you really don't want to cancel of course some of these airlines have some big planes TUI and British Airways I can't see any prospect of British Airways taking out some of its um, Caribbean services. Uh, That would be um, very expensive. So I think they will continue to run their 777 operation from here as normal. And that will be, um, and the same will go for TUI's 787 flights to long haul destinations. I think one thing that TUI might do is actually think, okay, well, instead of running a 737, twice to uh, let's pick somewhere at random Almeria in Spain uh, we're going to put on a 787 and send that across um, we shall see if that works but it's not going to be chaotic because the whole point of this is to build resilience into the system to make it feasible for people to travel in the almost certain knowledge that from the moment they leave the house to get to the airport they can be confident that their flight is going there's always going to be on the day disruption of the air traffic control problems we saw last night stormy weather over europe that's going to intervene but as long as you've got a bit of slack in the system that's not too bad the trouble is recently we haven't had any slack in the system except of course from me because i'm always slacking anyway Thank you very much indeed for listening. Um, uh, remember, you can get all the news you need on aviation and anything else 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. For now, goodbye, stay safe, have a lovely weekend. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.